And our pure innovation will change this generation. Through the ancient jungles, forests, rumbles, mountaintops, historic drops, we could do it all. I mean, uh, we could just free fall. Where are we going? Where are we flowing? I can go anywhere without even knowing. I guess I'm here with you, here with you, here with you, here with you. Where are we going? Where are we flowing? I'm your host, Gino Boost, and you're listening to Subcon Podcast 48, the season finale of the Subcon Video Game Hip Hop Podcast. Uh, We're ending 2016 off right, and the best way to do that is with some dope Super Mario RPG-inspired jams by Frivolous Shara. The track you heard to open the show was from her Feel Good Vibes EP, and that track was Where Are We Going? Ever since I caught wind of her on that felonious funk track I played a couple episodes ago, she has quickly been rising through the ranks of my favorite nerdcore rappers. I hope 2017 signals a lot of new music from her, because I'll definitely be bumping it on this podcast. Fingers crossed for... Frivolous Shard to drop a full album on us in 2017. That'll be the best of all possible worlds. This is a great track to listen to as well when you're planning for fresh beginnings. It's a good thing to consider where you're going as the new year arrives and this one ends. And I know exactly where I'm going, at least as far as this podcast is concerned because I that is only the first of six total awesome jams that I'll be blasting in your ears uh, to finish off 2016 the longest season in subcon history comprising of 24 episodes of video game hip hop by this point I practically forgot that seasons were even a thing on this podcast But this will be the last Subcon podcast until February 2017. I'll be taking the month of January to step away from the podcast for a moment and reassess how things are going on that front as well as plan out all of the major moments that I plan to unveil upon you in 2017. So allow me to ruminate in my secret lair for a month and see what I cook up in my lab or however I should end this analogy I will return 
on February 8th with plenty more uh, video game hip-hop and my very peculiar opinions about video games. One thing I have to get into before the year ends though is that I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Moon. I haven't played enough Pokemon Moon, but I do want to give my initial thoughts so far. I've had Pokemon Moon for about a week now. Yes, I went with Moon instead of Sun, which is why I keep calling the game Pokemon Moon and not Pokemon Sun and Moon because I already made my choice. Anyway, I've put in about 20 hours so far, mostly on grinding and leveling up Pokemon because I'm only on the second of what is said to be four islands. But I think I put in enough time to give a lot of my initial thoughts. Um, first, let's start with the gameplay. Uh, the biggest part of gameplay in the Pokemon series is the menus. And man, they have cleaned up the menus big time. Uh, since the DS versions of Pokemon, the bottom screen has been home to bright colorful buttons that are easy to use. And Pokemon Moon has streamlined this even further by including a button specifically for Pokeball throwing. You just hit Y and you got your Pokeball good to go. No more fumbling through your items trying to find what you're looking for. And they've also allowed a lot more leeway in switching between menus. There's a lot less of uh, choosing this option to do this and then having to back out to the beginning of the menus to choose a different option to go back in and to switch items instead of Pokemon or to use HM or to use TMs. I said HMs but I'll get to that in a moment. So you're just fumbling around in the menus far less often once you're used to uh, finding your way around. And a huge difference in this game from all of the past Pokemon games is the fact that HMs are completely gone instead of learning things like cut and fly and swim you basically have a Pokemon Uber phone so you just use your Pokemon phone and it'll call and it'll summon one of several rides which you can use for various purposes uh, so far I have unlocked Lapras which of course is for swimming. I've unlocked Tauros, which allows for running. He's basically the bike of the game. And then we have Stoutland, who allows you to sniff around in search of hidden items. I'm assuming there will be a fourth Pokemon, and I am also assuming that it will be to be able to fly around. It's a pretty easy guess, I would imagine, but I'm not even up to that point yet. So let's talk about the music, because, you know, game music for all and all. Um, there's basically one thing you can say about Pokemon music is, have I muted it yet and decided to start listening to something else? Because uh, Pokemon music is... Hmm... Choose your words carefully. Because Pokemon music is quality music, but 
sometimes it's tough to listen to RPGs because the music shifts so often. Uh, say you're out on, in the field uh, leveling up some Pokemon, grinding away and leveling up. So you're hearing the overworld theme, but say you want to switch to your bike slash Tauros. So that's another theme every time you hop on. And then maybe you gotta stop by the Pokemon Center. That's another theme you hear. Uh, of course, entering battles plays another theme. So music is always shifting randomly and never finds a comfortable groove. Uh, not to mention that most of the themes I just mentioned tend to stay the same throughout the entire game. Which means it can get pretty repetitive by that point. And when I'm dropping hundreds of hours on Pokemon, uh, that just won't do. I'm going to have to switch it up a little. I actually just listen to podcasts while I hatch eggs in Pokemon. That's how I like to live my life. And let's talk about some of the Pokemon I've seen so far. Uh, Rowlet is, of course, my starter. I always go Grass-type, and this game made that decision very easy with how awesome Rowlet and his evolutionary forms look. The first Pokemon I caught was a young goose, which isn't very shocking. The most useful Pokemon I've caught so far, besides Rowlet of course, would probably be Makuhita or Chargebug. Chargebug is definitely one of my favorites. And then there's some lame looking Pokemon of course. We got a Crab Brawler who looks like a drunk uh, crab but with boxing gloves instead of claws. You've got the aforementioned Young Goose which doesn't look so great. But one I didn't even know existed until I ran into it in the game is Salandit, a toxic lizard Pokemon. Basically looks like a very shifty monitor lizard. I can't wait to put this guy on a team with Crocodile. Oh, and back to the gameplay. Besides the freedom of not having HMs anymore, there are also no longer gym battles, at least insofar as you enter a gym to do them. Now we have Pokemon Trials, which not only pits you against powerful trainers, but also very powerful wild Pokemon called Totem Pokemon. Now, I've only fought two Totem Pokemon so far to mixed results. The first Totem Pokemon uh, I took down in one hit from my Rowlet, which evolved into a I don't even know what the evolved form of Rowlet is because my Rowlet's name is Norm and his name stays Norm no matter what he turns into. He'll always be Norm. Okay, so clearly I've run out of things to talk about in Pokemon Moon, but I will certainly have many, many more opinions as I roll up more and more hours into this game. A game that lost out as my life has been overtaken by Pokemon Moon is the Nintendo Wii U game Paper Mario Color Splash. Um, there was a whole lot to like about the game. Uh, unfortunately, the absolutely stellar writing is trapped within a terribly controlled and slow battle system. I mean, 
I wasn't one of the people that really hated Sticker Star. I thought it was a pretty good game, but I thought it had a lot of faults, mostly uh, to lay at the foot of that annoying sticker system. I couldn't stand the fact that you had to collect and hold on to stickers, but you also lost them by the ton as you run into enemies. But I'm not going to get into that. I covered that a couple episodes ago in my Paper Mario Color Splash preview. Uh, but just like I was worried about in Color Splash, they've changed the sticker system to a card system. But it's essentially the same thing. Um, you basically get a big set of cards and each card can do certain types of damage. There's much like the stickers. Uh, there's a boot card. There's a hammer card. And there's cards to summon different kinds of items and characters. But for the most part, it's not that fun. You're just picking cards that'll work and you're just sending them out there. And what's made worse is that you have to use the Wii U gamepad to manually select your cards and slide them up and then hit A or maybe not hit A. I'm not sure. But no matter how long I played the game, I never felt like I was intuitively setting up my cards. I felt like I was always thinking about what button does what and when do I have to look at the touch screen as opposed to the TV? When do I have to use the touch screen? And it was just, it just felt like a big mess to me. Um, and the worst part is that I've had this RPG itch that I've been dying to satisfy. I have been on the verge of going back to Xenoblade Chronicles X for weeks now. And it surely would have happened if I knew that Pokemon Moon wasn't just beyond the horizon to satiate my RPG thirst. But I really hoped Paper Mario Color Splash would help me out in the meantime. But most of the RPG elements of Paper Mario were just seem to be completely long gone. Um, don't even expect to see numbers appear in this Paper Mario game and maybe in any future Paper Mario games. Why they didn't just make this a platformer is kind of strange, all things considered. So it ended up being an unsatisfying experience in that realm. Uh, if only it was more of a platforming game, if it moved a little quicker um, and I would have a lot more fun reading all the wacky dialogue that they absolutely nailed. All of that dialogue is so good and I wish I would have stuck with the game to see the rest of it. But like I said, I had to kick it aside so I could get to all of that great Pokemon Moon playing. Moving on from Paper Mario though. I want to mention that my latest video is up on YouTube. I did a video review of the original Castlevania soundtrack by Kanuyo Yamashita. Spoiler alert, I love that soundtrack. But for a 5 minute long explanation of why I love it, uh, be sure to check out that video over on youtube.com slash game music for all. And while you're there, make sure you're subscribed. And look out for my next video, uh, which will be dropping um, right after the new year. It will be a nicely compiled video listing every single album I blogged about in 2016. Um, 
If you look through the YouTube archives, you can find that I made the same video for everything I reviewed in 2015. And will I defeat that record of 113 albums blogged about in one year? Or will I fall short? Can I defeat that score for 2017 in the future? Only time will tell. And while I ruminate on all these possibilities, let's listen to a track from 1UP's latest album, the third in his Nerdcore Emulation Station trilogy. This is Jet Set On My Grind featuring Ricky Spanish and Sky Blue. This is a Jet Set radio rap, so I'm already sold. And it makes me think about how badly I wish there was an HD or even a 3DS remake of Jet Set Radio Future. How they never made an HD remake of that is just blows my mind. And I also have to mention that Sega always makes the most surprising and memorable and genre-defined soundtracks you could find anywhere in video games. And of course, you gotta lay it down because this is more Sky Blue, who's essentially a mainstay of the podcast at this point. Hopefully he has new music next year, so that I'll be bumping plenty of fresh Sky Blue throughout 2017 as well. So here is 1UP's Jet Set On My Grind featuring Ricky Spanish and Sky Blue. Come on, one up, let's just go, man. The important part is finding out where this next power stone is. <sighs> I guess you're right, man. It's all good. All right, all right, I'm right. Came through searching a place, graffiti and face, freezing through our senses, renditions of all of our lives. Here with my guys, slipping these rhythms as well on the rise. I'm thinking it's time to revive. We're excellence in a different disguise. And I mean, come on, really, we're impeccable. Flexing records and zeros come after us like we're decimals. Gotta solve in these riddles. We crunch numbers and enemies. Got them choking, they're freezing, they're frozen. Tell them let it go. You can't stop this nerd, Corey and Steez. According to these hieroglyphics, we the knees of bees, which means relate to what I'm spitting. Splitting the difference with a line like hold a vision, watch us get it. Yes, yes, push off like a bench press till lifted, then we rep our flight time, that's just set. Yes, yes, Ricky Spanish damaging your best wrecked. No rest, just searching for what's next, come on. Time to just set, you're gonna get wrecked. Time to just set, you're gonna get wrecked. Figure it out, I'll be home again. Time to be a true hero, what's your role again? Hey, yo, time to just set, you're gonna get wrecked. Time to just set, you're gonna get wrecked. But then I was contested Then was slated to the future to be recreated At that point in time, my powers were not satiated I brought an art that was sharp like tarts and marks That will make you think you shouldn't start And then they learn they part Yeah, you rockin' this, there ain't no stopping this When I'm all up in your face, it's like a knockin' Bars out of the world like Mars, speeding like cars So far ahead of my time, yeah, I broke the chart But it's fading away 
away, what does it say? Okay, I see some monster on the wall, but we already laid them down. Where I'm looking, see a stone of power. It seemed these were the keys to the thrones and towers. Well, you better get back, you ain't know me like that. Well, you better get back, you ain't know me like that. Doesn't matter what they claim to be, cause what they do is wrong. I shut them down like S.A.E. Uh. S.A.E. I pass that, give them a flashback. With rhymes exposing they lines, piling up cash stacks. My backpack's equipped with dreams, so riddle me that. I'm swanking like Hillary, my artillery's rap. Grasp on the concept, bout to catch track like a crash test. Dummy tag in the wall, respect the architect. Young, but I'm laying the blueprints like Steve with a notepad. Clueless two cents, you keep that. No receipts, I beat that. This case, I'll be back from space. Don't delete that. My seat back cruising. Art, I speak that. Sweet two quotes for these gums. Don't eat that trash. From fast food, dragon ninjas a bad dude. Versus out this world, I record in the capsule. Yo, yo, had to turn it up a notch. Hey, B, why you think I make her ex wanna box? Time to jet set, you're gonna get wrecked. Time to jet set, you're gonna get wrecked. Figure it out, I'll be home again. Time to be a true hero. What's your role again? Yo, time to jet set, you're gonna get wrecked. Time to jet set, you're gonna get wrecked. Figure it out, I'll be home again. Time to be a true hero. What's your role again? Let's go. Shake your dreads. Shake your dreads. Shake your dreads. Beneath me, the ground shakes. Dread. Sound like you got beat. It's my show, but sound like you got seat. It's me that you got beat. You spin your legs, but it's going into the feet. You made for running, so the bruise that you weak. This ain't no robbery. I'm taking a modesty out of you. I'm sick of the quick stick model. You got me. Thinking you gotta go faster. King of disaster. Martial arts master. Before you get smacked, here go your rings. Back. I know you hate this. I'm still fly with my island oasis. A nice guy till you mess with my patience. I see your face. Now it's time to break. Break. Better and punch a cigarette than the when you run from me. But I don't stop Gotta get a Roblox that I do not want to say. Sucks when you get to the battle and not shut teeth or rattling. Time to face it. Yeah, I'm taking a bars. This song's finna take that move. It's very stale. You better than me. You still hang with fairy tales, but you hard. We're gonna have to discard the main character. It's time to replace him. Yeah, I'm the one. <laughs> That's all you got? All I got? I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Who cares? The fastest in the world. Whatever, man. Let me show you how it's done. Game on. Forget the food dress. When I rap, figure eight, my loose legs are too dead. You can beat me, homie, who said I'm high death and status. Boy, you a bootleg. I'ma make this boot sweat from the blow with this blue head. When I'm running, I'm swimming, and you on cutting. They kick the boot when I'm hunting. I'm sticking you for your hunting. Asking all of the fans, they kicking me on the money. When it comes to furry mess, I'm picking you at a hundred. Do you know that you're too slow? Man, I'm digital. You're analog. I'm in your face and I'm standing tall Then I duck cradle up, spinning like a cannonball Watch, I'm about to show you I'm backpedaling your ride You're trying to sever ties You're facing an enterprise Big homie, I never lie We got a couple props out there But baby, they better mind I can't take alive From here to the mega drive I own it all from Hidden Palace to Green Hill Put me in any game I'm famed as a scene still I'm not impressed by your tough act I mean grill I make you crash just to watch it Your rings spill that's what you were so proud yeah. about? That's what you were talking uh-huh. about? Look, I am literally a walking chaos. Oh, animal. boy. Let's take this to the next Let's look. Let's go then. Hey, look at the blue guy. Confusing fist enigma, I'm giving it. Better get used to hyping up the song. Don't the risk. I'm spinning like I'm La Brea. Yeah. Living embodiment of chaos. Uh-huh. I'm digging in. Taking the crown, breaking them down yeah. by the layer. I'm supersonic, the blue comic. You have to get modest. I'm picking your knowledge. I'm chaotic. Right. Take you out like robotic. Uh-huh. It's hard to follow my motto. I'll take you out in the blaze. Yeah. I power up. Know your remains. Don't step up to this rage. I shake your whole squad. Yeah. Stronger than North Scott. I'm running rough shot. You can't not. 
the punching and it won't stop. Yo, no, I ain't gotta be quicker than you. I'm breaking bad box bigger than you. That ain't subliminal. I'm a sentinel, spinning cynical. Step to this pinnacle, you're a chemical. I bring you down in force like an interval. My power's plentiful when I'm grabbing up emeralds. I'm the main character. Nobody's identical. You're talking like a scared seller. Always knew you were yelling. You might spark now. I knock your lights out forever. This is my era. I bring terror like base travel. Gave you a spot on my game, but you can't stand on my level. Welcome back. You just heard SVK by Game Breaks from their album Game Breakers Volume 2. Can you guess what SVK stands for after hearing those lyrics? I think you can guess, but if you couldn't, it's about Sonic and Knuckles rapping. Knuckles rapping has a very long and quote-unquote proud tradition, and I'm glad Game Breaks does right by that by laying it down in this in this Sonic vs. Knuckles battle rap. Uh, make sure you grab Game Breakers Volume 2 and of course check the show notes to a link to this album and all the other albums I play this week over at gamemusicforall.com slash subcon. Now I wanted to do a quick look back at all the video games that I can at least remember playing in 2016. Uh, Star Fox Zero that was a pretty awesome game. It's very, very intense. I think a lot of people didn't understand that about the game. A lot of people are used to playing a game and you're kind of mostly paying attention. Like, you could be listening to someone talk or maybe you're listening to some music. But Star Fox Zero isn't having none of that. It's like being a real jet pilot. No time for distractions. You've got to be focused on this game 100% truly and honestly. And... If you don't have 100% of your heart in playing Star Fox Zero, then you're probably going to get killed and blame it on the controls. But man, when you're in the zone and you are 100% dialed in, Star Fox Zero can be an incredible experience. Unfortunately, I can't hit that zone often enough, so Star Fox Zero can be a tease where you're going into moments of video game bliss just be rattled out of it when you hit a button wrong or look at the wrong screen. But all in all, it's a great game and I'm glad I played it and I would still recommend it for folks who really want to get into a game with no excuses into it. Um, Also, I should mention Xenoblade Chronicles, which technically came out in 2015 but I was playing it well into the early months of 2016 but for all of the gritty details about Xenoblade Chronicles X be sure to check out episode 31 from earlier this year another game that helped me get through my RPG drought was Popa LaCroix a story of seasons story farm story something Anyway, if you want to hear about that super obscure Japanese RPG for the Nintendo 3DS, go back and listen to that Xenoblade Chronicles X review I mentioned in episode 31. Trust me. One game that really, really occupied all my time was Super Mario Maker, which I think came out this year. I'm pretty sure. I should probably look that up. But whatever, I'm talking about it anyway. I played, I created a ton of levels in Super Mario Maker. 
Before I set it aside for some other game, unfortunately, I was halfway through creating every area of Super Mario RPG in side-scrolling fashion, and one day hope to unveil on the world Super Mario RPG, the platforming game. Maybe I'll finish it up when the 3DS version of Mario Maker comes out. Kirby Planet Robobot was a really great game, but I discussed all of that back in episode 38. Isn't it great to have a podcast so I don't have to talk about all this stuff right at the end of the year? Pretty sweet. There is also The Fall. I'm not sure when that came out, but I played it in 2016, and that game is just a wonderful, wonderful thing that happened in my life. Uh, the Fall on Wii U. Make sure you download it and check it out. But if you're too cheap or broke to do that, you can watch me and my buddy Frank from the Bystanders podcast uh, playing through it over on YouTube. So head over to youtube.com slash game music for all and scroll through our Let's Play videos and you'll find our entire playthrough of The Fall. I also bought Sega 3D Classics for the Nintendo 3DS. I bought it mostly because it has Puyo in it, Puyo Puyo 2 to be precise. And that game has definitely got me through a lot of editing sessions for this and other podcasts and content that I create. So thank you very much Sega and Puyo Puyo 2. Um, there's a lot of other great games on that collection, including Fantasy Zone, which is probably my favorite besides Puyo Pop. I was very unfamiliar with Fantasy Zone. I know I played it once or twice at some point in my life, but I never really got to dig in and find out how fun Fantasy Zone is and all of the iterations of Fantasy Zone until I got Sega 3D Classics. So hooray! Hooray Fantasy Zone! Also, I have to mention how great the 3D effects are on Sega 3D Classics because they use the 3D effects to emulate the curved surface of a classic CRT monitor. And they also use the 3D effects to recreate some of the arcade games with arcade effects and arcade backgrounds. So half of the fun of Sega 3D Classics is just messing with all of the different options you have, but because I'm not some professional video game journalist with professional video game journalist ethics or none of that. I miss out on a ton of games because I'm broke and no one's sending me review copies. Um, so let's look at some of the games I wish I could have played this year. Uh, Persona Q on the Nintendo 3DS. That one looked rad and it was super colorful and I listened to the uh, trailer theme song for that game like a hundred times so it's practically like I played the game uh, in that vein I also missed out on the Nintendo Wii U game Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE if I wouldn't have been a fool and bought Paper Mario Color Splash I really should have got Tokyo Mirage Sessions if I really wanted to scratch that RPG itch because that looked like a big, colorful, bombastic, super rad game that takes place in the modern day. 
And that's everything I love about video games. I was such a fool. But here's looking forward to the video game drought of mid-2017 where I can catch up on some of these games I'm listing off right now. A game I was really on the fence about and ended up falling off the fence onto the side of not purchasing it was Metroid Prime Federation Force. I really wanted to give the game a chance, uh, but my budget did not allow me to take such a risk. I played the demo uh, of Metroid Prime Blurns Ball or whatever, and no one was even on it. I was waiting to play forever, and I never even got into a match. I played the computer a bit, and that was alright, but I never really got used to the controls, and I never had any incentive to get used to them. And then that, the demo probably actually helped deter me from playing. <clears throat> I probably helped to deter me from buying the game because I was probably looking for as much as I make fun, <clears throat> as much as much as I make fun of Metroid Prime Blurns Ball. That was the part I was looking most forward to. The creators of Metroid Prime Federation Force are also the creators of Super Mario Strikers aka the best soccer video game series ever at least since Nintendo World Cup on the NES and I'm much more interested in the uh, soccer-esque futuristic shooting game that they created than whatever else they're working on if it if it's similar to soccer I'm definitely giving these folks a chance but unfortunately, it was kind of pretty boring, and then I realized the whole game might be kind of pretty boring, and then I did not buy it. One I'm missing out on, because I do not own a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 4.5, is The Last Guardian. Uh, this is the third game in the Ico Shadow of the Colossus Last Guardian trilogy. I don't, I don't know what the name of the trilogy is called because all the names are different. But anyway, it's a trilogy. This is the last part. Uh, it took about 100,000 years for this game to come out. I actually bought a PlayStation 3 when they announced that this game would be coming to the PlayStation 3. I'm still pretty pissed off about that. Not to say I'm bitter, but they should send me like a $10 coupon for The Last Guardian or something because I bought the PlayStation 3 you lying jerks and now I have to play and now I have to buy a whole new system to play your stupid stinking game that I should have had before I am not bitter though <sighs> let's get into a couple predictions for video games in 2017 the first thing I want to predict is that virtual reality is stupid. I guess that's not so much a prediction as it is an opinion, but virtual reality is stupid. I can't help but think about all the stupid things that could start happening because of virtual reality. It's just simple things. At first, you can crash into things, you can knock things over, you probably trip over a table, stub your toe, you might accidentally kick the family cat, um, but nothing they can't recover from, right? Uh, but even worse things can happen. I mean, what if your house sets on fire and you just think it's those and it's just because you're playing a firefighting game? I mean, 
What if friends or family are locked out of your house and you can't hear or see anyone at the door? So you're just in there oblivious to the outside world. Or conversely, people are coming in and out of your house and you don't even know it. Uh, I would really love to see the video of someone being robbed while they're sitting on the couch immersed in virtual reality. I have to admit that I also have anxiety about virtual reality because I imagine if I went over to visit my friends, they'd all be wearing their virtual reality goggles inside already and I'm knocking on the door to come in but nobody's answering and I think they all hate me because I could hear people inside laughing and having fun but I keep knocking on the door and nobody's answering and I'm looking inside the window and I could see their shadows and they're all hanging out on the couch and having a great old time and I'm just standing out here I'm trying to call them but they're not they're they're trapped they're trapped in virtual reality and that, and, and there's nothing I can do about it so sad let's talk about the Nintendo Switch the Nintendo Switch comes out next year so I have to make a couple more predictions about that um, you can listen to the last episode for a ton of Nintendo Switch theories and opinions and ideas but here's a couple more for you as well uh, the number one thing right now is when will Zelda come out people thought it would come out to launch with the Switch the same way that they had uh, Twilight Princess come out for both the GameCube and the Wii but who knows how long it'll be delayed now will it even come out for the Wii U anymore it could be highly questionable at this point. And of course, what will the launch titles be? And once the system launches, we'll see what developers are actually on board with the Nintendo Switch. Any game developer or producer can slap their logo on some Nintendo PR images. You gotta put your money where your mouth is. Then perhaps game purchasers will put their money where your mouth is also by purchasing the game uh, just tell us whose mouth to put the money in we'll, we'll, we'll do our best um, I'm sure Ubisoft will have a game on the Nintendo Switch because they're always on top of things when a new system comes out seems like they try to hedge their bets and get in early make a couple bucks off all of all those stupid schmucks who have to buy a game at launch even though you should really just wait until the game you actually want comes out for the system but damn it early adopters be damned we're gonna do what we want even if it ends up being really really boring anyway um, I'm assuming a Bethesda port will make it to the Nintendo Switch in the launch window the launch window being the like first month it comes out. We'll probably get some type of Wii Sports or WarioWare type game that tries to demo a lot of the functionality of the system. I expect to hear or see that. I expect that to come from the WarioWare people or some developer headed by Shigeru Miyamoto a la Wii Sports. I expect some sports game, either by 2K Games or EA. Um, considering they showed off the basketball game, they might uh, 2K might have something in store for that. 
Um, of course, 2K also slapped their logo on that Nintendo PR image. So this would be the most reasonable assumption. And we'll probably get a port of some game from EA because EA likes to just port their crap over. <clears throat> because EA just likes to port their crap over, whether anyone wants it or not. We also have to talk about the future of the 3DS in 2017. It has no future. My prediction is that Nintendo is all in on the Nintendo Switch. So the 3DS is going to whimper out, much like the Game Boy did when the original DS showed up. But you have to wonder about the possibility of DS and 3DS games being on the Nintendo Switch Virtual Console. We did have the opportunity to get a couple of Nintendo DS games on the Nintendo Wii U. Unfortunately, those games were games that suck, like Mario 64 DS, and not games that are objectively brilliant, like Advance Wars DS and Advance Wars Days of Ruin. But we got a couple DS games nonetheless, and I will admit I'm absolutely bitter about not getting re-releases of the DS Advance Wars games on the Virtual Console, especially when one of the games already came out in other territories and we still don't get it. Still, 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 the Wii U is officially on its last breaths and they still can't toss me a bone and let me play some Advance Wars DS on my Wii U and on my large, beautiful TV. And speaking of being bitter and angry, uh, let's hear another track from Nonsense, aka Dork Genius. This is from his other mixtape. For those that remember, I played a track by Dork Genius from his mixtape, Eat Sleep Kill Robots. Well, this one is Eat Sleep Kill Zombies. Uh, both are pretty dope mixtapes, which are both free to download off of his Bandcamp page. Make sure you head over to gamemusicforall.com slash subcon. Check those show notes and you'll find links to all of the amazing music I'm playing this week. And here is Nonsense with his track Too yeah, Many News. Yeah, 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 yeah. This ain't an 80s song, but I love the 80s Like LL Cool J, man, I love the ladies I used to always want a bunch of babies But that was until I had a bunch of babies That doesn't mean that I regret it But you don't know how many times that I would read it Shit, when I'm higher than I'd forget it I don't know why, but I would like to fly like my mind's beheaded I make shit for geeks, movie buffs, and gamers Hip-hop heads and nerds, give it up, we major This music isn't what we pay for, what the fuck? Are you guys doing bullshitty fuck your paper? You're still the same, I thought maybe they'd be lame Now go right back to the lab and do something greater These niggas wanna stay in the same lane, they can't change So if you like them, then fuck you traitors Up in the game, it's too many noobs running They try to act like they got money all day And Call of Duty, who's the one that do the hunting? And Arkham City, you don't come out in a day Okay Okay, 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 okay. 
LGI is what I represent. Carolina, I got a mama, they gon' need a lot of money to sent. To monitor how the cents turn to dollars. Creflo, still tryna make dollars out of my best flows. I best go, see y'all don't be moving at all. I you haul, have them all needing you haul. It's my house now, and y'all jazz. Fresh Prince, Jazz, Vivian. Anytime they looking for murder, they send me in. I keep them haters at bay like Simeon. I'm the chief of the squad like Indians. Rich chief in the car with an Indian. Hit me in, they gon' say a villain brief. That you talking about games or providing what I seek. That's money, never had it. I'ma grab it and the flow is automatic. Like automatics, I automatically shine like the sun do. I come through, brighten up your day like church do. When I brighten up my day, talk specs to me. What's the ram that's inside Dodge next to me? Get it, Dodge? Ram ain't nobody touching the drive. I got fans burning the CD like they touching the fire. I got five on it. I'm weakening every single opponent. Like I just know every element. The weakened opponents. I got them weak at the moment. Weak at the knees. I need at least a week in the keys. With a nerd, she love games. Keep her weak in the knees. She be like, ain't nobody touching the flow, but you killing it. And I be like, I know I gotta go though. See, I be on the road though, like Frodo. I hope it don't leave me to more door though. I need more dough though. Can y'all feel it? I'm in this bitch like a four loco. Get it? Buzz, four loco. Shit is loco. Got me speaking Spanish to these niggas. I've been gone like I'm vanished to these niggas. Gaming on the fucking dailies, my advantage to these niggas. Uh. Welcome back. You just heard a new track from GamerGad entitled Super. And he lays it down sick over that Super Mario based beat. Uh, that is a track I found on his SoundCloud page and maybe a track from his upcoming album, New Game Plus Plus, which should be coming out sometime in 2017. Or maybe it's already out because I have to record these podcasts ahead of time. Fingers crossed. So let's talk about some of my favorite albums of the year. I'm gonna do a big old cop out and say that every single album that I've bumped on this podcast probably makes the list. Just say they're all tied for the top 10, all 25 albums or so. It's just kind of ridiculous to try to list off all of my favorite albums of the year because I spent the entire year talking about music. When you have to talk about two albums a week every week, Um, you try to pick the ones you really want to talk about. So, in essence, yes, every single album I've written about or played on this podcast is probably pretty high up there in terms of albums I want to listen to. So let's just move on and look back at the year of Subcon podcast and game music for all in general. This year, I was able to do 20 whole episodes of this podcast and I also posted over a hundred video game based album blog posts for the second year in a row. I think I learned how social media works which you can decide for yourself if you follow me on Twitter which is my social media outlet of choice. Um, I've finally begun writing video game articles on the regular again which you can tell by the recent string of articles I posted in the last couple months. Best of all, I've learned to cope with editing when you're creating videos and podcasts and hilariously entertaining video game articles. 
there is so much editing involved and I'm pretty much allergic to editing as far as I can understand it because I will roll around on the floor and cry before I start trying to edit anything but this year the crying has gone down significantly and I have been much better at getting to work editing, actually editing, and finishing editing. So basically all parts of editing. Cause geez, you don't want to hear what this stuff sounds like uncut anyway. I have a couple of big plans for 2017. Of course an ongoing goal is always to gain a bigger presence on social media and to find ways to better interact with all my fans and followers which means I need to find some new and exciting ways to engage and entertain all of you amazing fans uh, anyone that's listening to these podcasts so far and I'm going to make an even bigger commitment to creating uh, bigger and more ambitious and of course even more entertaining videos on my YouTube page if you watch the trajectory of my YouTube page, you can see that the quality of my videos has been on the rise as I learn more and more about how to create video content as opposed to hoping you want to read a whole bunch of words on a screen instead of looking at flickering images. And now I'm going to mention Patreon again. Patreon is a big part of my goals for 2017. I certainly hope to gain a bigger presence on Patreon. Uh, it's fans that finance all of this after all and make all of it possible. So make sure you are part of that by subscribing on Patreon over at patreon.com slash genoboost. And subscribers are able to receive a variety of rewards depending on how much you're willing to help out around these parts every month. And that finally brings us to the end of the final episode for 2016. I hope you've enjoyed all of the tons of great music that we played this week. We have to talk about all of the great background music for this week's episode. We kicked things off gritty this week with the track Growl Lieth by Bagre from their album... La Fantastica Dystopia de Hombre Pez. Following that, we are hearing a medley of Pokemon-based music. First up is the Pokemon Crystal Remix by Blue Beats, known as Team Rocket In Your Pocket. After that, you heard music from the official Pokemon Sun and Moon soundtrack, Team Skull Admin Battle Music. And that was followed up by Rap Day Pokemon Go, a Pokemon Go remix by Bitox, which I found over on SoundCloud. As always, head over to GameMusicForAll.com slash subcon to find links to all of the music I play on every episode of the podcast. And before the season ends, I had to squeeze in a few more tracks by Temp Sound Solutions and my little rant about Paper Mario gave me the perfect opportunity to sneak in both Super Mario Bros. 3 and Mario Paint Wii Plaza to Temp Sound Solutions tracks from his album Now You're Playing With Power 9. And we closed out the first section of this extra long episode with Faxanadude, a remix of 
well, I'm sure you can figure it out, by DJ Zionide. Coming back from the first break, we heard another remix from Shaka Zulu from his Press Play album. That was an instrumental remix of the Jay-Z beat for his track Hard Knock Life. That was followed up by Yoan Turpin and his track Ring Ring from his latest album 8-Bit Above. I can't get away from playing more Schnabubula after finding his latest album Cyber Soccer 4141. So this week I'm playing the track Team Select 2K2 to the Force. Then you heard music from Shiryu from his Xenoblade Chronicles X tribute NLA Blues. We heard the track Central Industrial District. And to close out that break we heard Boosted by Hideki Naganuma from the famous Sega Rally 2006 soundtrack. And for this final break and to finally start winding things down. We heard from Team Teamwork. It's not a podcast season without plenty of music from Team Teamwork. This time we heard from his instrumental album Selected Video Game Based Instrumentals. That was his Final Fantasy beat Costa Del Sol. That was followed up by new music by Blind, OC Remixer, and now Game Composer himself. We're hearing from his latest, the Clang original soundtrack, and his track Angel Tracks, City Level Ambient. And following that, we heard The Possessed King, Deception, from Final Fantasy V. That track is by Hyde209 and Gamelark, which present the Mogs mixtape Final Fantasy Remixed, which you can find if you check the show notes, gamemusicforall.com slash subcon. And we're ending the show with a wonderful medley from Shell Riley, another name that can't go long without being mentioned on this podcast. He recently released a track on his SoundCloud page, which he entitled Super Mario Land Super Mario Bros. Medley 2016 which is what you're hearing in the background right now. And the ending theme for this week's episode and this year's final episode is by Kazumi Totaka, and it is the staff roll from Mario Paint. But before we get into that, thank you so much to everyone who's listened to this podcast, who's subscribed on Patreon or follows me on Twitter, Everyone that helps share my articles and reads my articles and gives me feedback on my articles. Thank you so much. And of course, thank you to all the amazing artists whose music I have the opportunity to feature each and every episode. Be sure to support those artists by grabbing their albums and learning their lyrics and nodding your head to their beats and checking them out at their shows. Thank you so much once again for everyone listening. I hope to see you in 2017. And please, of course, subscribe on Patreon. We can't end the year right without hearing from the one and only Voodoo Lion. This is a track from episode 4, which I swear 
I will review at some point in the future. I can't review episodes 1 through 3 and then leave 4 on the table. So look forward to that in 2017 and enjoy this remix of music from Saints Row the Third. This is Voodoo Lion's remix of Heartbeat from his album Episode 4 Open Worlds Endless Lives. This is Looking for a Heartbeat. to the Subcon Podcast. Please support the show by subscribing to me at patreon.com slash genoboost. Find song links and show notes at gamemusicforall.com slash subcon. Follow me on Twitter at genoboost and Instagram 
at RetroBitsLA. And of course, you can find the latest video game-based albums at GameMusicForAll.com. You're now leaving Subcon.